I've been given the gift of a body of work that is called Practical Spirituality. And it is a body of work that is meant for people who are heart-centered coaches, teachers, and leaders. And it teaches them how to use any piece of difficulty in life as a transformational tool to increase their consciousness and create a life of peace. Amazing. So think about any difficulty from somebody cutting you off on the road or taking too long on the eight items or less line and you find yourself frustrated or major traumas, major events in life where we lose our health, our money, our beloveds. How do we utilize those as the transformational opportunity they're meant to be? Because when we learn how to respond to difficulty from love, then we create a whole new world. And I really enjoy that because, um, you know, in the school I learned, you know, we call it the yoga living. And it was really about what are you going to do when it happens in that moment? So we can all do an hour of wonderful things feel all brilliant, feel like, oh, I'm so happy. And then maybe you walk out and someone hits your car. And so then that's the point of, hey, I'm at choice then. And uh, we would call that for our upliftment. Mm -hmm. How do I use this for my upliftment? You know what? That is so beautiful because that is exactly what we're talking about. And having the knowledge that we want to do that and then being able to do it, that's, oh, that's where the rubber meets the road because we're conditioned to think difficulty is a landing pad. And oh my God, what am I gonna do? And then we go into the difficulty and we land in it and we cycle around creating all of this vibration that deepens us into the difficulty without us even knowing it, where if we can use the difficulty, which is what I do, I teach people a wonderful process that spirit has given me to teach them how to use any difficult moment as an alert system to remind us we are out of alignment with the frequency of love or this wouldn't have happened, that there is another, there is a, a higher octave purpose because there is always a higher octave purpose, a purpose on the mystical level for what happens here in physicality. So if we know that this is an alert to remind us to go to, go to source and, and, and have this process to really tap into understanding what piece of us is out of alignment and what steps were to take to write that and then what frequency of love to fill ourselves with because it's always an announcement. Difficulty is always an announcement that we are out of alignment. It's kind of like, you know, you're driving in your car and the fuel light goes on because you got a quarter of a tank left and it goes alert, 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 right? So that's the same thing. That's what difficulty is, but we're trained to think that difficulty has to be difficult or we push it away, right? There are people who push difficulty away and they eat it. They just, they eat, they sex, they buy so that they don't experience the difficulty. So, yeah. So what we do is we recognize it. We use it as an alert system. And then through the process so that I teach people, we actually are able to transform it into a higher frequency. We respond from a frequency of love. And as we fill ourselves with kindness or compassion, one of the many manifestations, we become that. So if you can think of it, guys, every time we had a piece of difficulty, we were able to fill ourselves with love and be kinder, be, be more patient, be more com compassionate. We are compassionate to ourselves and to others. 
And then over time, our vibration raises. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it is a whole new shift in thinking because, you know, playing the victim or, you know, that's one of the archetypes. And so, you know, being able to transmute the difficulty, I think it, like you said, it's rewriting that thought process, that difficulty is hard. And it goes beyond thought, you know, because the thought process is the beginning. So it's how we be, not just what we think, but you're right, you're onto it because as humans, right, we're multidimensional beings. As humans in the humanity of who we are, we're trained to have our brain be everything. But, and that's part of this process is we learn we're more than our brain because our brain can't witness. Our brain can process, it can organize. It's a beautiful instrument. I know from losing my ability to have a brain for so long with my brain injury, I know how important it is, but we're more than the brain. So what is it that witnesses the brain? What is it that witnesses the emotional body that witnesses the personality? That is the highest knowing that is our, that's our intuitive body. That's our higher knowing. And when we learn to function from our highest being rather than our brain, we get to have a life that is very peaceful and very abundant because we're working with the universal forces. So this process of using difficulty as an alert system and then learning how to literally, as you said, transmute, which is a beautiful word, that moment of difficulty into the ability to respond from love that over time really shifts our whole vibration. And we actually learn how to go from having our brain be our GPS system to our highest knowing be our GPS system. And that's when the miracles occur. And so, um, in love with the whole way you're explaining it because that's the there is the game yeah. there it is it, and i love the fact that you you got right to you know there's a there's a resonance here and because there's so many different you know pathways to spirituality all of which are important but but that's exactly your yoga what, what did you call it darling your yoga for yoga of living love that because that's that's so um pertinent and it's when we're able to take the yoga for living or of living from a thought and a concept into actuality that the juice starts to happen. And that's what we do here. Mm. Yeah. And you know, I, what's interesting, cause you know, obviously we're always trying to do these things anyway, is the power that our brain does have. And is that to you just the training and the non learning of our intuitive capability or, you know, like I'm an empath. So no one really told me that and I learned it and I'm still in learning of it. And it's not like there's a ton of information. Um, everyone's different in how they feel and sense in the intuitive world. So is it just really our training that we think? And that's what this awakening is, is to expand into this greater knowing of ourselves? Well, I think that's the purpose of why we're here is to be the love that we are. You know, when I... Um, when I start, first start teaching with people, it's important for me to explain to them that we hear the word, we hear the phrase multidimensional being, but when you break it down, what it means is we, we, are, we are that, we are a physical body, right? We have within the physical body, we have a physical brain. That's another piece of our multidimensionality. We have an emotional body, which is an 
energy. We have, um, we have the emotional body, we have the brain, we have the personality which develops, we have our history in this body, all the experiences in this body, but then we have our frequencies and our frequencies are what I work with with my students. We have our low frequency of fear and we have our high frequency of the intuitive body, our divine connection, right? So the brain, to answer your question, the brain is so helpful because not only does it control all the aspects of the physical body. When I had my brain injury in 2013, I was completely taken out of my life for years and I wasn't able to function and I learned what it's like not to have a brain. Um, so the brain has controls all the capacities. I was completely wiped out. You have no energy when you have a brain injury because the brain just controls everything. But it also, um, um, quantum physics and uh, neuroscience tells us that the brain, what it does is it, rec it doesn't create anything new. It recognizes that which it knows and it creates structure around it. So that which the brain recognizes is frequency because our brains are filled with energy. They're filled with frequency that is measured in science. We have EKGs to measure the heart and the brain. We have EEGs. So that energy is there and the brain structures around whatever frequency is there. So if we're in low frequency of pain, we have worry, we have anxiety, we have depression. But if we're in the high frequency energy, we are filled with wonder and we're filled with possibilities. So the beauty of this work is we get to recognize in a moment of difficulty that we, we have an opportunity to shift. And then with the tools, we get to shift from low frequency into high so that the brain can start to structure the thoughts and the events and the connections around the higher frequency. Most people don't know what you know, what you just started with, which is that we always have choice. And the choice is there for us to recognize difficulty as a moment for transmutation or to just go into it and you know unconscious people will just dive into that difficulty but once we know we have choice we then also know that we have choice to transmute that energy by literally shifting our frequencies you know we're told change your thinking change your life no it's change your frequency change your life because thinking according to neuroscientists is the end result Brain recognizes um, a frequency. It creates structure around it that looks like thoughts. Um, that looks like emotions, which we emotions are defined as thoughts running through our body, which I love. I never thought of a feeling as a thought running through your body, and I love that. So the brain creates that based on the frequency. So if you're trying to change the thought, you're trying to change the after effect. But if you change the frequency, you're changing the core of which the thoughts are created around. It's so much easier. Try telling somebody stop being depressed or stop being anxious. Not only is that not respectful, it's not possible. But when you're able to, to, to have that person who has the self-defeating thoughts, who's holding anxiety, and you're able to teach them how to change their frequency, then everything that follows will be different. And that's where we work is on the frequency level. Very effective. The episode isn't quite over yet, listeners. Or YouTubers. If you haven't given us a like, subscribed, left us a review, or commented on any platform, 
We would really appreciate you showing us some love here at the Magical Holistic Healing Arts. Remember, hanging water and our grab bag for the podcast. Thanks so much for listening and stay vibrant out there. Thank you.